This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up, Catch-Upperers. Thanks for no, joining us. No, I couldn't hear. It's all right. I can now. So. Pardon me? I can hear now. What happened? I couldn't hear. All right. Yeah. Some kind of wax blocking. Sort of like a uh, classic, uh, you know, that M&M thing is like, got no snare in my headphones. Oh, yeah. Just sort of that happening. But now you have snare in your headphones? Well, if instead of snare, it was Hado, which is what the original song was. Mm. Can't have any Hado on my headphones. Yeah. Eminem, huge podcast fan of ours. Yeah, it turns out he writes into the show a lot, but he says, please don't call me by my name. Yeah. I have to call him Stan. Yeah. Mm. Or hey. Marshall. Or Marshall. Yep. Mr. Or, um, Mr. Nem. Ken Kniff. Is that one of his old That's one of his old. It's, he, Ken Kniff is a bit of a gross, bit of a gross man. He's, they're all kind of gross. Yeah. I think yeah. there's no real iteration of Eminem that isn't a bit gross. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Yep. I suppose he's a, he's a bit too squeaky at the moment, I would say, in terms of clean. Too, not, you know, not the Eminem we once knew. No, so I reckon he's getting worse now. You reckon? No. Yeah. No, what do you mean by worse? Well, Definitely worse rapper, but I think he's, he's being like less like all, no, see, convoluted think, and less edgy in his raps. Well, the thing is, I think... When he was younger and he was doing, he was saying crazy stuff just for the sake of saying crazy stuff. But yeah. now he's trying to get political and stuff. And now he's oh, saying yeah. gross stuff. It's like really homophobic, but it's like real genuinely homophobic. Whereas last, yeah. like at least you could tell when he was younger, he was joking. It's still bad, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But now he's just like actually being homophobic. He's like, mm. oh, well, God, yuck. Yeah. It really fell off. It's I, I felt bad. Like, yeah, I was expecting him to have a lot more longevity, but he's really had a bad run over the last. He really should have retired early and been like, if he retired like, I don't know, 20. 10 or something. I can't remember the exact years. Like early 2010s, he would have been like one of the greatest. What was his last good album? I don't know. I'm not a massive fan. Rehab? Of maybe. No, yeah. that was shit actually. I liked Rehab. Rehab's got some good songs on it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not, I'm the one that has like, you know, Not Afraid and Cinderella Man has like one or oh, two yeah. good songs, but the by and made, the We Made You? Is that from there too? Yeah. If, he, if you stop with that one, then yeah. it would have been good. Everyone would have been like, oh, it's different, but it's enough. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. He's well, yuck. Eminem Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> no, I don't no like it. No appreciation. <laughs> Once Upon a Time Appreciation Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it when I was younger. Yeah, everyone did. Because when, you, when you're 12 and a guy's singing about rude things, you're like, look at this guy. He'll say anything. No, I he? think he was a good rapper. He had some good yeah, songs. I'm not saying he's a bad yeah, rapper. Not just because he was singing rude stuff. Yeah. It's a bit <laughs> of a novelty factor in it, though. Oh, definitely. Mm. You know, he was the, he was the um, carrot top of rappers. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, coming up on today's podcast, Nick, it's a big one. It is huge. It's a thick one. Uh, involved in this podcast is a multi-million dollar idea. Yeah. We're uh, taking advantage of a trend that we're seeing here in CQ, and we thought, let's cash in on it. Definitely. Uh, also, we chatted to Lisa from Hello World Travel. She's our travel guru yeah. uh, because, you know, the report came out saying international travel, not going to be back to normal until 2023. Mm. We wanted to get her thoughts on that and just what the travel industry, what they're going to do next, what it's going to look like. It's all up in the air. Very true. And I also dropped the bombshell that I was nearly on Kath and Kim. Yeah, huge. Really sucks that I didn't get the role. Oh, well, actually, how, how old were you when you auditioned? When I auditioned? <laughs> yeah. Like eight? Nine, nine or eight? Yeah. yeah. I reckon I would have been. Makes sense that... Um, I understand not... why they went with Peter Rosethorn mm. uh, and, you know, the crew. And with like... Uh, what's it? Jane Turner? Jane Turner. Well, they went with her instead of me. Yeah. Um, but it still hurts. Still hurts. Yeah. yeah I see them up on it. there and I see the success they've had and I thought, well, that could have been, could have been Nick and Kim. Mm-hmm. They probably would have named the character after me. No, I don't think. It's not Jane and Kim. No. Yeah, anyway, all that and more is coming up on today's podcast. 
Get up with Nick and Hato on hit. Nick, all over the world and uh, in CQ especially, uh, because everyone's in lockdown, people got more time on their hands. They are downloading and listening to and reading audio books yeah. now more than ever. It's a good way to kill time. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, get on board with the latest murder mystery. Yeah, and you just someone reads it to you. On like, you know, on your iPod or whatever. Your eyes have, have never had to do less work in their life. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, in Livingstonshire, all the libraries there, 10,000 audiobooks and ebooks have been lended out. I didn't even know there was 10,000 people in Livingston. Yeah, but there you go. So, uh, obviously, it's a big, booming industry. Which we should be cashing in on just a bit of by the way. Which is why we're doing this. Central Queensland has been downloading audiobooks in record numbers. So we've opened up a brand new audiobook store with an exclusive line of audiobooks that you won't find anywhere else. We've got one of the most popular books ever in audiobook form for the first time. This is Oxford's Dictionary. <clears throat> a. Aardvark, a small nocturnal burrowing animal. Abacus, a simple device for calculating. Very informative. We also have titles that no one would have ever thought to make into an audiobook, like Where's Wally? All right, so there's a crowd of people at the beach, and there's a bunch of people in the middle, and oh, there's someone that looks like Wally. Uh, oh, no. No, that's not him. How fun! And for our adult readers, the Kama Sutra. This one's called Froggy Style. So the guy's on all fours riveting, and the lady starts... So the- for all of your audiobook needs, visit Nick and Hato's Audiobook Emporium. We're the world's first physical audiobook store, so you can come in and download the audiobooks right there in the shop. Mate, we are going to be millionaires. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. If you've ever taken up uh, a new hobby or a new interest mm. and everyone questions you, they doubt you, they go, oh, that's that's not quite you. This must be a joke. Yeah, it'll, it'll never last. Funny phase. Like mm. um, if you're a bit of a couch potato and all of a sudden you start hitting the gym, everyone's like, yep, all right, this will last a week. Yeah. You, you get questioned. I've been questioned over the weekend as to my seriousness I had my, dare I say it, my manhood questioned. Really? To a degree. By my girlfriend and some friends of ours. Because of a new hobby. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, like, hobby could be generous, but it's something I did on the weekend okay. where a friend of mine, he is currently building a house out near Tamby. Cool. And uh, he had a, he's doing it himself. Bit of a DIY so passion project. So it's very admirable. I don't know. It's really, I find yeah. it very clever. Personally, would, not, would never do it. I am not responsible enough. But apparently I'm just enough responsible that he's invited me to come help build the house. Oh wow, yeah. that's a big, that's a big like, honour. Nick, do you have a hammer? I'm like, yeah, I've got a hammer. Do you have a hammer, Matt? I've got a hammer. Wow, you are impressing. Yeah, right <laughs> pretty <now>. good. <laughs> so I went out there. I was getting ready to go on the Saturday, and I put on, uh, like some work boots, hiking boots, but they look pretty much the same thing. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Some shorts, long sleeve shirt. Uh, got ready to head out on Saturday morning, and Haley's like, "Oh, you look so cute in your little costume." Is like, it a costume? It's not a costume, Haley. <laughs> it's this, a work outfit. It's a work. This is. Because I'm going to go do work. Because I'm a man who's about to go sweat on a work site. Yeah, I'm going to hammer some stuff. I'm going to put nails, some n- nails in some stuff. I'm going to climb some scaffolding, probably. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm going to sweat. Maybe get sunburned if I'm lucky. Very cool. Pretty manly. She's yeah. like, oh, okay. Sure. Sure. sure Obviously think. struck a nerve. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fine. Mm. And I thought, all right, well, you know what? If you're not going to take me seriously, at least I can go out there and I'll start building. Yeah. Um, you got to prove her wrong. Yeah. you got to go out there and, you know, hammer some stuff, saw some yeah. beams in half. So if you're supposed to, obviously don't do that unless the guy tells you to. <laughs> unless it's cool. If it's a supporting beam, definitely don't. <laughs> so we got there and I was, um, do you know what a, a soffit is or a soffit? Which one is it? I mean, I don't know I mean, either. Me, so. me neither, actually. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, it's one no. of the two. Apparently it's part of the roof. So we're doing that. 
part of the roof, the Safit. Okay, sure. We had to like now there's like kind of plasterboards underneath the. The roof? I don't know exactly. Like what the ceiling? Doing. Is it a yeah, ceiling? Yeah, mate. I don't know. It's like the outside <laughs> part of the of ceiling. I've heard of a ceiling. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, nailing bits into the house. And my mate Vic, who's the guy building it, he goes yep. to me, um, do you want me to take like, some photos to send Haley? I'm like, <laughs> not, I mean, not really. Like, I, she knows what I'm doing. Yeah. It's not that exciting, mate. We're just, we're just nailing some stuff. Yeah. It's a bit... It's nothing that... Oh, it's super casual to you now. It's like it's nothing. Yeah. Mate, we're just like nailing in some feet. Uh, pass me the, uh, the three-inch... Uh, nail? <laughs> I don't know how big the nails were. They were definitely went three inches. Yeah. It's a pretty big nail. Now that I think about it. Or is it? I don't know. He goes, oh, well, like, if you want to get some, like, evidence or something. Just like, you know. Just to, I'm like, mate, I don't need evidence. Did you think you were, like, slacking off or something, or? I, I don't know. Appar- yeah. Apparently, they've been talking about it during you, the week. It's just so unbelievable that you would ever build a house. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you've, if you've ever been in that position where it's so out of your character to be doing this thing, so everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. well, we need to document it. Yeah, right. So he goes, well, do you want to... Maybe we could, like, when we finished up for the day, it's like, do you, are you sure you don't want any pictures? <laughs> Last Cause, like, cause be that, very she was, impressive. She was talking about it at work. Apparently, you wanted pictures. I mean, I don't want pictures. She goes, well, maybe she will. I'm like, she doesn't. Yeah. Goes, maybe we could go get, like, you know, do you want to have a picture on the circular saw? Do you want to have a go on the circular saw? I'm like, not particularly. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> we can get the circular saw. The circular saw, that's a cool picture. A have picture. it, like, spinning around, be like, yeah. yeah. It's like, mate, do we need to use the circular saw today? He's like, no, no, but it's a good picture. <laughs> It'd be like, fun for you. Mate, I don't care. <laughs> it would really we, impress your girlfriend. <laughs> it, would, it would impress her, but it, it, it makes me look like an idiot who's just having a photo for the sake of it. It's like yeah. a little child at an amusement park. Would, would you like to pretend? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of evidence you've been to Disneyland. Oh, I'm God. a man, Haley. <laughs> God. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's hit. Let us know about your bad first dates. Your worst date, even, dare mm. I say it. Just uh, worst dates. Worst dates, because over the weekend, Hato, mm. uh, yourself and your girlfriend Lucy came to dinner at my house on Friday night, actually. Yeah. And uh, we were talking, and your girlfriend Lucy revealed. Her worst date of all time, dare yeah, I say. It was news to me. And it, uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't with me. It was with a... A, a time before, a, a high pre- school boyfriend. It was pre-Hado. Pre-Hado. Uh, and uh, where did your girlfriend, this boy, she, she, where was she asked out to this date? She went on a... It was a double date as well, which makes it worse, I think. Oh, yeah. To the drains. <laughs> <laughs> the drainage system that was below the town yeah. you grew up in. Just this giant stormwater drain. It was like... It had a date in I the drains. Know, like five metres tall or something. It was a big, giant tube that went all wow. under the town. Uh, very dark in there uh, and wet and no good. Just, just, a, just an awful place to be. One disgusting. of the worst places in the whole town, I would, I would argue. Uh, that's, a, that's an awful date. Yeah, It's a truly awful date. Give us a call, 13, 12, 16. What was your worst date... Yeah. Hey, our favourite caller today, Hater, mm. going to score themselves a Hit CQ Care package. That is a package, a little hamper, yeah. full of these awesome vouchers and a bunch of stuff thanks to local businesses like Petter's Suspension, The Mix in Gladstone, Port City Meats, all yeah. of these care packages. They're worth over 150 bucks. Right. At least. And you could win one right now if you give us a ring, 13, 12, 16. Let us know about your worst date. Surely everyone has a date that just sticks in their mind. You go, oh, that was a bad one. It's one that you bring up over drinks. Over mm. the weekends, when when you're hanging out with your friends, you're like, "Oh, remember this?" Yeah, I um, I think this one was last year. <laughs> this last year, you know this one know this from one. me. Yeah, um, in the space of an evening, uh, a date that I went on, I had a burger that gave me food poisoning. Yeah, and in the space of that evening, the food poisoning hit, and I vomited on her. <laughs> During the date. <laughs> Which is just fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. 
That's superb. Look, give us a ring. 13, 12, 16. Let us know about your worst day. You can win yourself a Hit CQ care package. Uh, I think we've got Katie here on the line. Katie, what was your uh, your, your worst date? Um, so I went on a date with this guy when I was up in Townsville, and not only did he talk about himself the entire time. Yeah. Classic. I don't even think he knew my name at the end. <laughs> and then when he dropped me home... He patted me on the head like I was a dog. Oh, no. <laughs> did, he, did he give you a treat? That sounds awful. Oh, God. <laughs> no, now, he Kate, didn't. Kate, dare I say it, uh, did, he get a, did he get a second date? No. Yep. <laughs> Great call, Kate. Great call. <laughs> Thanks so much for the call. Thank you. 13, 12, 16. Give us a ring. Tell us about your worst date. Let's jump through to Linda here. Linda, what do you reckon? What's your worst date? My worst date was uh, my first date to the movies with my now husband. So I did okay. date him again. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to uh, went to the movies in a small town that I grew up in, very small, um, and sat down in you know the back row as you do on I your see. date. And turned around, and behind me walking in were my mother and father. Oh, no. The key to this, my mum and dad never went to the movies. They were more Disneyland kind of people. Sure. Yeah. And the movie was single white female. Right. Very okay, nice. So my mum and dad think, walked in. So my yeah, my they, dates just turned around and gone, is that who I think it is? Did they come in to chaperone you or was it a complete coincidence? No, I didn't I didn't even know they were gonna be there. They right. like I said, they went to the movies maybe once in a year. <laughs> and they would never have gone to see a movie that was M plus. So they acknowledge you at all? Do they do it at all? Oh, hey, hey Linda. No, 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 they hid over the other side where they yeah, could just oh, keep God, an eye this on is it. Awkward. What are the odds? <laughs> Hey, but obviously not too awkward, Linda, because, you yeah. know, things worked out. Things he got worked the second out date. all right. Yeah. Not too bad. Hey, uh, Linda, we'll give you a call if you win that Hit CQ Care package. Let's get through to one more caller. Mm. Hada, we've got Louise from Gladstone. Louise, what is your worst date you've been on? That would have to be the man who took me out to the pub and we had a few drinks and he got so absolutely drunk that after I ducked to the loo and came back, he didn't recognise me. <laughs> And he told me that I was more attractive than the previous woman he'd been sitting with. Which was me, by the way. Um, And he told me that his date had ducked to the loo and I could sit in her spot until she came back. Wow. That is just terrible. (laughs) I had to get the bouncer to help me get a taxi and I I hightailed it out of there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, I mean, obviously no second date was had. This this is what worries me, Louise. Yeah. Because this feels like a joke that I might pull on my girlfriend, Hayley. She'd be like, oh, the other girl, you're much more beautiful. (laughs) If if you're sober, it could be funny and sweet. Yeah. You put a couple of drinks in the mix and all of a sudden... Uh, Louise, that's an- <laughs> she's got it right. <laughs> Louise has got it. We've got to give you the Hit CQ Care Package. Heaps of awesome stuff in there, worth over 150 bucks. Hang the yeah. line, Louise, so we can grab your details. We want to get that one out to you. That just takes the cake. Is- Thank you very much. Guys. No worries. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at Hit CQ. Just need a little guidance, that's all. Please don't let today be Monday. I'm going to bed. Gar feeling it out. Going to nap all day tomorrow. Nick, I mean, you've read uh, 41 years worth of Garfield comics. They've been going for ages. You've read nearly all of them, except for the new ones. Yeah. And you think you know Garfield so well, you can predict what he's going to say. Yeah, I know what his joke is going to be in every Garfield comic, because they're yeah. really, they're usually quite similar. Mm. Now, usually the method you've been using is cheating. I have not cheated in this once, and mm. I hate that you accuse me of this every week. Well, stop cheating. If I, if I was you. cheating at yep. this game, I would win more than I do. 
No, but you want to make sure it's inconspicuous. I've won once ever. Yeah, I Me don't twice? Know. Mm, like, you've uh, cheated twice, yeah. Oh, garbage. You're a garbage <laughs> man. <laughs> Nick, today's Garfield. I don't know if you'll get it. Yep. We'll see if you've cheated. <laughs> Panel number one. Garfield is chatting to his human man owner, John. John Arbuckle. John Arbuckle, sure. John Arbuckle says, I love you, Garfield. Second panel, John Arfield, John, sorry, just got called John Garfield then. No, John Arbuckle then says, want to know why? And in the third panel, Garfield retorts, but what does he say? Oh, this is good. This is an easy one. I love you, Garfield. Want to know why? What does Garfield, Garfield say? Garfield goes, of course, but please don't cry about it. Of course, but Wait, please, well, please don't. Um, please don't cry while you tell me. Please don't cry while you tell me. Well, incorrect. Not even close. No, that's a good one, though. That's a very good very good uh, line from Garfield. Very in character for him. He says, sure, as long as you don't break into song. Okay. So, so fairly close, but no cigars. Pretty crap. Sorry. you got to say that I think the, the bloke that writes is Jim Davies. He, uh, He's got to be like 85 now, right? Dude's just coasting. Yep. Really writing some crap comics. This, what... this is the best one I could find as well. I looked through a week's worth of Garfield's comics. This is the only one that actually was a joke. And it's not really even a joke. Yeah. Garfield's bad. It's always been bad. It will yeah. continue to be bad. Got to have the old stuff. That's good. Bring back the old gold. <laughs> Pick anything from the last 40 years. I'll tell you that one. Uh, no, because you've read them all. Yeah. yeah. Cheater. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Right now we are joined on the line by our travel guru, who I don't know if you've spoken to this year. It's been a while. Not a lot of travel happening this year, so that no. probably makes sense. <laughs> uh, Lisa from Hello World Travel. The travel professionals joins us right now. Good morning, Lisa. And... I think welcome Good to the morning, show guys. for the first term this year. <laughs> yes, it's uh, exciting to be back. <laughs> now, Lisa, you are our travel expert. You are our guru. And of course, at the moment, travel is weird <laughs> at the moment. Borderline non-existent, I would uh, say. Do you have anyone booking any trips at all at the moment? Yes, we have small numbers, mm-hmm. uh, but basically not for travel until next year right. or domestic flights, which we can still book. Uh, we haven't been closed at all during this time and we've needed to be open because sure. of the amount of workload that we've had with cancellations and refunds for our clients. Course. Yeah, imagine that's what, so, yeah. mostly what you're doing at the moment is just trying to organise cancellations and getting around yes. the money back. Yes, and insurance claims, so there's no home Netflix watching for us. So we're back <laughs> at work still. <laughs> Fantastic. What sort of, because you said people are still booking. Now, I've got a very yeah. optimistic trip to New Zealand booked in at the back end of September. Now, I booked that before it got as bad as things did. Where are people looking to go when they are talking about next year? So my personal opinion, and obviously I've been in travel 25 years, so I've Mm. seen a bit happen. I would expect that this is just my opinion. New Zealand hopefully would be back online and able to travel to by September. Right. Uh, Maybe August if we're lucky. Yes. I really don't think we're going to see any short haul, i.e., Asia travel mm. until next year right. and same with long haul, i.e. Europe, Canada, America, South America, Africa. I really think that will be probably April, May next year because the problem is with the Northern Hemisphere, I think we'll need to see them go through another winter season, sure. which will be from November to March. So I'm hoping by April, May next year, we'll be definitely traveling to Canada, Europe area. Cool. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong and we're sooner, but realistically, uh, we're going to have to see as well, once countries reopen, where we're actually able to travel to. Uh, hoping by the end of the year, we can do at least the South Pacific. And I know a lot of the cruise lines are trying to get cruises back by September, oh. October. Because a lot of the so, cruise lines, obviously, have had such success with keeping everyone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's very optimistic. Now, it's interesting you talk about, obviously, all these 
international trips happening and as soon as potentially next year. Yeah. Uh, there's a report that's come out recently, Lisa, you might have seen this one from the International Air Transport Association in Geneva. They reckon, and let me know, you might disagree with this timeline. They, they're saying that things might not be fully back to normal in as far as the future as 2023. Yes, I think that's a bit conservative, mm. but uh, I'm not a medical expert, so I'm not sure. But I really think that's probably a little too conservative. Yeah. Um, a lot of these countries rely on tourism and they need the tourism mm. dollar um, to basically boost their industries and economy. But mm. obviously that comes at a risk of health. So I think that's probably a little bit too far down the track. I, I think we'll be back yeah. travelling sooner than that. Yeah, 2023, um, that's... Yeah, three years away from now. That seems crazy yes. not to have any international yes. travel. Now, Lisa, uh, when restrictions are lifted and international travel is back to normal, whenever that is, what do you think yes. it's going to look like price-wise? Do you think flights are going to be really expensive because people want to go, or do you think they'll be cheap because they haven't been running in a while? I have no idea what flight prices will look like. What I, do you reckon? I imagine there's heaps of people in CQ who'll be looking to get out of here after a little mm. bit. <laughs> it's a really good question, guys. I was listening to a report a month ago, and... A lot of the airlines, these aircraft um, aren't meant to be shut down. They're not meant to be turned off. So they've gone and parked these aircraft in remote locations, um, some of the big name airlines. So the actual cost for them to get these aircraft back and running is a huge cost. Um, And none of us think about that. So they will have, uh, there's a lot of competition of airlines out of Australia. So once one starts a price war, they'll probably a lot more will continue. But at the same time, um, it's going to be a very different field. We don't know what medical tests we'll have to have going on board or at airports. So that would be a cost. Also, the social distancing on aircraft. Mm. We're not sure whether um, economy, if there's three seats together, whether they'll actually only be allowed two people in that section. So that's a cost to the airline. So the other added factor is that um, demand will take a little while to increase. And these airlines and cruise lines and everyone else has had a lot of costs that has been lost during this time. So um, they do have to recoup. And I think that puts some specials out for a little while. But like any aircraft, um, there's only a certain amount of cheap seats. And then there's different pricing structures. So cruising, for example, I think will be very cheap. Um, because of the losses in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to see a different playing field going forward. So I think coupled with medical costs that the airlines will wear, uh, as well as social distancing, as well as losing income for so long like all of us, I'm not sure how many of these amazing deals will be out there. Sure, there'll be some, but I wouldn't expect to be every seat on every aircraft will be that price. Yeah, it, right. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a bit, bit pricey in the future than when everything does get back to normal. But it is good to hear that you know there is the potential that uh, international travel to those Bali destinations, getting overseas, <laughs> even as close as New Zealand, could be on the cards as early as next year. Lisa, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, it's given Thanks, us a little sir. bit of optimism and mm. it's uh, been great to speak to you. Thanks, guys. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. I reckon one of the best shows of all time, definitely one of the best Aussie shows of all time, was Kath and Kim. Yeah, huge. Iconic. Yeah. Uh, unusual, but nice, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, uh, And it came out last week, this was pretty big news, that one of the main characters in the show was almost played by a completely different actor. Which is crazy, because it's such an iconic cast, like you can't imagine anyone yeah. else in those roles. It's wild. So the, the character I'm talking about is Brett Craig. Mm. People know as uh, the Computer City Salesman, mm-hmm. which is exciting. And he's played by the legendary uh, Australian Peter Rosethorn. Yeah, he's great. Great guy. I think mm. we might have even had him on the show, but hard to say. Um 
I wanted to let you know, Hado, that when I read this, I was like, and it came out that Pete Rosethorn said that I almost didn't get the role. It was almost another Australian uh, comedian, uh, Marty Sheargold, mm. who was also uh, on a rival radio station that yeah, fortunately doesn't play here. So. Radio legend, Marty Sheargold. Uh, so I thought, imagine that role. Imagine Brett Craig played by someone else. I can't even imagine it. How mm. hard is that? Yeah. But I wanted to let you know as well that almost as equally difficult to imagine is that I was almost in Kath and Kim. Really? So close. Yeah. Back when they were um, casting for some of the characters, I actually was lucky enough to land an audition for a, really? one, one of the title characters as well, actually. This is very surprising to me. Um, the character that I had to read for was, uh, it was Kath. Do you read for Kath? <laughs> yeah. I was um, reading for Kath Day Night. So, ja- yes, Jane Turner did get the role, mm. and she was very good uh, with Gina Riley, of course, there. But I, I've, I managed to find a tape of me auditioning for it. Okay. Um, this is such a throwback, but um, I, I reckon... I, I'll say Jane pretty good, but I'll let you be the judge to who's the best. You should have got it. Hang on. Breathe in. Oh, there. Oh, oh, I'm so glad I took up the fags again. Sharon, your counselling session really taught me something. You know, it doesn't matter how healthy you are on the inside. It's what you look like that counts. Oh, yo. Your mum. Your mum's coming. <gasps> oh, Kim. What, mum? You look beautiful. Turn around. Oh, you look just like Mariah Carey. I can't believe it. How many kilos have you lost? How did you do it? Oh, willpower, mum. Sheer willpower. And she's taken up the fags again. Oh. Good girl, Kim. Good girl. And I've decided to lose the weight the sensible old-fashioned way. Laxatives and smokes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> can you believe I didn't get the role after that, by the way? Uh, yes. Because <laughs> I can. That was the Nick and Hato catch-up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on his.